Would you care to step outside? Superman. 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 Superman.
Now, part of that we're hearing is that we're having reshoots. So that's been the running joke with our buddy Dan, who's been making fun of this whole endeavor. Because at what point is it really a Snyder Cut or an entire new fucking movie? Yeah, when you have a three and a half hour movie or whatever it's going to be, and it's going to be cut into four hour long episodes that they're magically bringing back people like Jared Leto to have his face to face with Batman and, uh, you know, Affleck is back and re-signed um, with Warner Brothers to play Batman in the future. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. What? But what the hell? Like, I, I don't know what is going on at this point. It, like, let's just talk about the start with the Snyder Cut here. Now, we've released this in the four things that they've released things that Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern, uh, Amber Heard's coming back. Uh, Leto was coming back at the Joker. What does this do for the DCU as a whole, like the movie universe? Like, what is Snyder trying to pull off here? Because if you bring all these characters in, like, what does that mean for the other characters that they're trying to establish in, like, uh, the Batman and the Joker movies that are are out there? Now, well, that's multiverse content. And I 100% believe in the multiverse. Like, I, I don't, I, I, I know at least, like, the three of us and a handful of our listeners are probably smart enough to understand there's different versions of these characters. Yeah. I think what we're getting is the first step into we don't give a fuck how we release content or if it's connected in terms of a big connected universe. They tested it out. They tried out the waters with Joker. It was a success. And now moving forward, they have the new Batman film coming out with Pattinson involved they have the Snyder cut coming out. There's rumors that he's going to do more Batman now as yeah. well. It's anything that goes. It's anything goes at Warner brothers and they're doing the same thing with comic books. I don't know if you've heard this. There's yeah, a, yeah. there's a big rumor starting in January with this whole future state thing, which is going to be the new rebirth, yeah. uh, the new 52 that after future state, they're going to be a lot looser with continuity yeah. so that people don't feel like they need to read other comic books that they can just gravitate to the comic books they want so just, so so like what just a bunch of one shots and graphic novels so for example batman will be its own little title in its own universe then you have wonder woman it'll be its own title and its own universe with a batman but it's not going to be the batman from the batman title everything's not going to be connected that's the rumor and that fits if you look at what they're doing with their movies they're going all in with this Hey, we don't want to prevent anyone from seeing anything because they don't want them to get stuck behind the the goobly gack, all the all the loud noise, the white noise that distracts. Yeah. So they're going all in doing their own thing again and it may pay off, but it's going to confuse people, but the rumors that with this Snyder cut that that's going to be the movie that kind of explains how they're going to do things moving forward or, or I should say the series. Yeah. It's a four-part series. That series is supposed to explain why there are going to be multiple things. And, and honestly, I don't I don't have a problem with it because some of the best Batman stories that Steve, me and you love are not part of Detective necessarily. They're not part of Batman. They're they're one offs. Yeah, I mean, they loosely typically fit in some that but yeah, some long, continuity. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not rewriting killing the whole thing. joke, long Halloween, dark victory. Yeah. They've been working towards this for a while with all the the one shots and miniseries they're doing. They're doing it for a lot of their characters now in DC, and those stories tend to be better. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm a little conflicted. Part of me is like, no, nah, I want continuity. I want continuity, both in comic books and movies. But if we're going to have multiple continuities in the movie side, and as long as it's consistent and it's not confusing then I'm all on board. If they're going to find something that finally works for them, then I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to bitch about it. You know, I mean, yeah. sure. I'm going to bitch about it. Let's be honest. We're all going to bitch about <laughs> it's it. It's what we do better. Than but, anything. Yeah. But if they find success in doing this and it's not confusing and people understand what they're doing, that it's different than M- the MCU, then so be it. Well, and, and, and I think that if you're going to base everything around HBO max, and this is going to be your spot, and this is what Warner Brothers' future is, then you got to do it. Because, 
in our last talking shop, uh, Ryan was here. It was me, Ryan, and Mike, and we and I said that you watch Affleck is going to get re-signed, and he's going to play Batman again, and he's going to play Batman for a long time, and Warner Brothers is going to go, here's all this fucking money. Do whatever you want. I just need you to play Batman. So if you want to do your drunken basketball movie in between, you can do that. If you want to do, you if know. If you want to get drunk and go to rehab in between, that's yeah, fine. As you, long as you're ready to go for the yeah, next movie. Exactly. You know, if you want to get fat, gain 100 pounds, lose it. And then, you know, come back. Well, it's always one of those things. It's always the joke uh, from uh, Kevin Smith. You know, you got to do your big budget thing. Then you do oh, yeah. your artsy film. <laughs> Don't fuck it up when he's talking right. to Matt Damon, right. you know, and, and that's what they're getting. That's the deal that I believe that Ben Affleck got, because it's not only is he coming back for the flash with Keaton and everything else that they're trying to do there. They said, Ben, we need you for this. So they're not going to trust fucking Pattinson with this fucking cow. They're going to go with old man fucking Wayne at this point. So they, so basically Ben's pulling an Anthony Mackie. Uh, cut I, the check. Yeah. Just cut the check. Yeah, exactly. Do, do, do what, do right by me and I will do your shit. I, I think there's more. You are right. <laughs> Listen, Ben Affleck's all about money. We know this. He's, yeah. he, he, but he's also about the, the art and the craft. To a degree, yeah, sure, more sure. so than I think people well, yeah, realize. Because yeah, he's got great movies out he's there. He's an incredible director. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. And I think his enthu- his lack of enthusiasm happened when Whedon took over. That's when everything fell apart. And now that Snyder's back and he's being given the chance to finish his movie and do what he wanted to do. I, you got to think that there's a level of enthusiasm amongst the group now. They're like, yes, let's do this shit. And if now HBO is all about it and Warner Brothers is backing them up and, you know, the the rumors are that it's all Batman right now on HBO Max. That's their goal. That's going to be the golden goose. It, it's it's the goal. Unfortunately, they, they have not figured out how to make Superman pay off for them. And I would argue they have figured out how to make Wonder Woman pay off. But God be damned if they don't keep pushing that movie out, which pisses me off because I just want it. But Batman has been and will always be DC's golden goose. Yeah. Wonder Woman 84 will have a 20th anniversary before we actually (laughs) (laughs) see it in the theaters. Same thing with Shazam Shazam and Aquaman, though, too. So so they put Mulan out on the Disney thing, right? And it failed. And it failed that fucking film is still at thirty dollars on disney plus or in itunes or wherever you buy your digital movies i would pay thirty dollars for wonder woman 1984 right now and wouldn't even think twice about it if they just put it out there yeah Yeah, no i I agree and and that's honestly it's going to be the way things go if you know the the corona thing keeps coming back like they say it is and the the country's going to get shut down again they're going to have to do something they're going to have to do it you have AMC and other theaters now renting out private screening rooms for losers so yeah, we should it, do that I said for losers yeah i think we yeah um, yeah let's go to do that we should do that we should watch home we should watch these home videos yeah oh the one that you were talking about that one night in the lockbox or, or or we could yeah or we could I'm gonna uh, get a text message later tonight can you cut that part no. please can you delete that we we could rent it out and do a live show of of like we did for christmas last year two years ago <laughs> and just watch it and film it from behind like, yeah, r- like real mysteries yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the the other thing that uh, Joe I can't pronounce his last name was spotted back in his Deathstroke looking oh, costume, Mangianiello. That, that sounds good to me. <laughs> oh, Steve definitely knows his name. Yeah, uh, and so the, there's rumors that he's coming back to redo the Deathstroke, and yeah. part of that is gonna lead to supposedly this Ben Affleck HBO that we're gonna see the Batman versus Deathstroke as part of. <clears throat> The Max deal. So uh, we will see what all happens here. It it is so up in the air right now with things not filming, but they're putting things in motion that honestly make me more worried about what's going on. Yeah. um, Because I don't know what to feel about Leto coming back. I don't think he got the proper draw, but the the fact is like closure, bro. At this point. So, yeah, it's about closure. You can't, if you're moving forward with a Snyder cut and this is supposed to be essentially Snyder's swan song, you know, and then he's going to be done, I think, with these movies, mm-hmm. unless they unless it's a hit and then it's probably going to be the beginning of something new. But 
it, they're looking at this for all intents and purposes. They're looking at this as the swan song to wrap up any loose ends that was started by Snyder and then let go because of Whedon. And then the, of course we know how Warner brothers decided to change directions, right? That left a lot of things just up in the air. And whether you liked Jared Leto's Joker or not, we need to close it out. We need to bring some type of closure and justification as to why he was even in Suicide Squad. And same thing with Deathstroke at the end of the other movie. I'll agree with you on the latter. I've already closed the chapter on the Joker thing. But but you're saying that as a fan. I've I've moved on. It's a blight, though. It's a blight. It's if if you don't go back and wrap something up or justify, it's just going to always be um, a sore thumb when you want people to go back and watch these movies. And we know that these types of films have a very long shelf life. So if Snyder cut is a success, people are going to want to go back and start watching everything that comes before. But it doesn't and you're going to see that Jared Leto Joker. And you're like, well, what's the point of that? Like, there's not really a story for him there. It's going to feel really out of place. It's all disconnected. That's their universe. They just said this. No, not, the, <laughs> not that's different. There's the Snyderverse, which is what this is. And honestly, the only thing that I want from the Snyderverse is to know what the hell happened to Robin in that suit. Which apparently okay. we're going to be getting that, I think. That, that, I mean, that I was always the most exciting thing, uh, you know, going to the Batcave and seeing the suit and wondering how that happened. And Jesus, if my theory of... Jared Leto is fucking one of the Robins and that was his suit and he got all fucked up and turned. That would be the best thing ever. And I'm still going to keep saying that mm-hmm. until it doesn't happen. And I'm disappointed. I have hard time with, with, with the death stroke. Um, I do want closure on that one, but after, you know, after the Arrowverse, I was, I was happy, but after Titans, there's that's death stroke yeah. for me, period. And that's the thing is they're, they're going to have a tough act to follow with that huge tough act. That's what happens when you just let people do whatever. Like, hey, you want a character? You want a character? Oh, we're using that character already for a movie. Yeah, it's OK. Yeah. We're going like, to uh, you. we got scientist Tony on seven different shows. Uh, <laughs> let's see how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, th- that's why I just don't. I'm I'm still hesitant about this plan of action. And only time will tell if. Pattinson's Batman movie is going to be able to compete with Ben Affleck's oh, Batman. Oh, well, I mean, just, I and they're going to be two different movies. We know that they're going to be. There's already a very different style and vibe to mm-hmm. what we've seen um, between Affleck and Pattinson's trailer that we've seen. We know there's a difference, but at the same time, audiences are going to draw closer to their favorites. They're going to veer to their favorites, and that may, in the end, hurt certain box office. Draws. Yeah, but there's idiots like us that'll go watch both. I'll yeah. watch any fucking Batman <laughs> that you put out there, except for the anime one. I refuse to watch that one. <laughs> Which one's the anime? I don't know what the that is. That's Samurai the, one. The ninja? Yeah. Batman Ninja? Haven't seen that in either. Mike loved it. I won't watch it. I didn't love it. I, I just okay. made that up. I have no clue. <laughs> I did watch. I just, we reviewed it. I figured I'd, I'd take a shot and see what your reaction was. I had no grounds of <laughs> Michael sucks dick on the weekends. <laughs> if I'm silent, that means I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, you got to throw them out there every once in a while. See what sticks. <laughs> now, we talked a lot about swan songs. Uh, there's been a lot of Amber Heard talk about her just getting booted straight out of Aquaman 2. Uh, because of the whole Johnny Depp getting booted out of uh, the Harry Potter world um, because of the lawsuits. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw the announcement and I'm like, oh, that sounds like bullshit. Because it was like from CBR or something. Yeah. And they're always just clickbaity. I was like, that sounds like bullshit. And then I kept seeing it from other places. Yeah. Now, I, I, this and OK, a uh, cool. You know what? Whatever domestic dispute happened and all that. I understand them trying to make a business decision. Um, now, this isn't news, but Johnny Depp already got his $8 million because he filmed one scene for the third movie of Fantastic Beast, and that's all it said in his contract, that he had to appear on film and he got his full pay. So he doesn't give a shit if he got fired. Whoever his <laughs> agent is, give that man the money. <laughs> so, wow. now, part of the rumors of the recasting is Emily Clark. Now, I don't know how you guys feel, but I don't want them to try to recapture this fire that they had between Jason Momoa and Emily Clark from Game of Thrones. You mean Amelia? Yeah, whatever. I was like, who's Emily Clark? Whatever. (laughs) 
I'm horrible with names. Thank you for correcting it. <laughs> well, you, I was confused. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I was like, eh, whatever. What's that bitch's name? <laughs> <laughs> the one that won't show her titties after season one. Show your tits already. <laughs> now, God. now it seems weird that everybody's like doing this whole, this is the girl we want. And in my head, I'm like, you want the guy that raped her most of the scenes that they were together. It's okay because be- he's good looking. Everyone loves him. Oh, she came around, if you remember. Yeah, she liked yeah, it. Yeah, Stockholm Syndrome's a real thing. <laughs> Mid-rape, she ended up liking it. Yeah, yeah. It, which proves everything, right? Right? It's not rape if she likes it? That's, that's valid. Is that is that a thing? I mean, Game of Thrones kind of proved that. I mean... That's fact now. I mean, it's historical evidence, right? I mean, I've heard that in various mediums, yes. <laughs> so... The other thing I have a weird thing is that it's like Amber Heard and Jason Momoa had a screen presence with each other. And a lot of it had to do with Amber Heard looked a little bit taller than the fidget that is Emilio Clark, which I believe she's like 5'2 to his like 6'9. She's a tiny little one, yeah. And I just don't buy her as the the recast. And I think this is a bunch of the shippers that are trying to get the whole Game of Thrones uh, so, back together. So Warner Brothers is just jettisoning that, jettisoning that whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. Like, yeah. you're canceled. I don't think they're going to do it, but... And honestly, I don't think they should. No. Amber Heard, she's a lunatic, obviously, and she's crazy, and she probably shouldn't be in relationships with people. But also... (laughs) Ever. Also... Maybe animals, but that's it. None of us should even know that. None of us should know that she took a shit on Johnny Depp's bed and laughed about it. She did? No one one should know that Johnny Depp got mad and threw a bottle of wine... That's par. Like, no one should know these things. This is people's personal lives. Those are their problems. Those are typical divorce squabbles that happen all the time, every single day. And people don't lose their jobs. But unfortunately, because we live in a a very hyperbolic society, Johnny Depp now can't get get a job. And I think if we just fire Amber Heard now, we're just feeding into that frenzy as, hey, Internet, you're upset. We're going to go and listen to you. Let Amber Heard work. Her career will soon fall apart. Yeah, look at look at Miss Marvel. Johnny Depp will yeah. come back. That's Johnny Depp's Johnny Depp. The guy will go low profile for four or five years and come back with an Oscar nominated part and a indie film. He'll be just fine. I, I feel at this point, let Amber Heard ride. Let her they'll, do it. They'll either bounce back like they have before, or they will just eat themselves and they will fall off the face of the planet. But I want to go back to this whole divorce thing. Who? Who goes and shits on somebody's bed? Amber Heard does. Yeah. You didn't know that's the number one reason for divorce in California? Shitting on people's beds. I mean, it's actually a checkbox on the form. Mm-hmm. Well, color Facts. me surprised. You got to go to California to find the form, though. Mm. <laughs> color you surprised and your bed sheet's brown. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> and with that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Keep Rayman Digital on the air by pledging to our Patreon page. In order for us to continue to put out professional live broadcast and podcast episodes, we need your support. You, the one listening right now, we need you. So go to patreon.com slash Rayman Digital to pledge one to ten dollars a month. Keep us on the air. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. All right, we are back. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash Rainman Digital. 
And what you can get there, we have annual passes now. So you pay for 10 months, you get the 12 months. You get two months free. That's worth it, right, Steve? It's like Disneyland. It's a fast pass. It's a fast pass. You get two free months. And I mean, and it, it's as low as a dollar. And that dollar tier gets a circle of jerks. And that's me and Steve and Ryan and Brian. And we do stupid shit and we're worth it. For just one dollar, you can feed these four fat fucks. <laughs> these four fat fucks that eat hot shit on air for no reason. <laughs> now, uh, one last HBO Max thing that has come out. John Cena is getting a movie. I mean, a TV series. <laughs> based on the character that he is playing in The Suicide Squad. They're they're really hedging some bets that people are going to love his his take on this, yeah? Uh, it, it seems that way. I mean, the the faith is in James Gunn because this is a James Gunn produced. True. Um uh even the TV show, he's oh. going to be writing and producing the TV show? Really? Yeah. So, okay. uh, I mean, it gets me excited for the fact that the the movie hasn't come out yet and yet you've greenlit TV show? No. Um, And so we will see what happens with that. I mean, I don't know. It's Peacemaker, right? I think it's his character. Mm -hmm. I know nothing about it other than he looks like he has a penis head. (laughs) Isn't he like the Captain America? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, an aggressive Captain America, I think is what they call him. Um, So... I uh, does that give you guys faith in the Suicide Squad that they're already green lighting things, or is this another like, hey James Gunn, we really want you to be part of DC? I, I it gives so I have I I have faith in James Gunn. I, I was worried he you know he had some rockiness there on the interwebs um, a while back, and it seemed like the world wanted wanted to cancel him too. Yeah, and um, I was happy when he got signed on for this because. When Guardians came out, I was never a reader of that that book. And when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I really didn't have much interest in seeing it. But I'm so glad it exists because it's a it's a fun movie. Yeah. And and so what he did there was great. And 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 the second one, I enjoyed that one not as much, but I enjoyed it. So when he got to take this over. I recently went back and watched the first Suicide Squad, and it has its moments that I appreciate, but there's a lot of stuff that I'd like to flush down the toilet. So I'm excited to see what he brings to the table to write that ship. Because there's really only a couple things of Suicide Squad that if you just ripped those two elements out, you didn't need the rest. Yeah. Everything you just said, Steve. I agree. (laughs) Well, it's one of those things. I think what we have in James Gunn is somebody that's creating movies like we grew up watching mm-hmm. that, you know, it wasn't taking itself too seriously. It was jokes. It was based around music. You know, when the last great soundtrack is the guardians thing before that, I couldn't tell you when we had a great soundtrack. I can't. That's a fantastic <clears throat> point. I can't remember a film outside of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody in the last 10, 20 years that it wasn't an instrumental soundtrack, but just a soundtrack to a film that you remembered. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody, you remember it because it was, it was Queen. Yeah, the, I mean, and that's an easy one. It's like, hey, we're going to do a Beatles thing. But, uh, bitch, we're going to have a kick right. soundtrack. But everybody, you know, I'm going to say this, and I should say everybody of a certain era has made mixtapes or mixed CDs. That mo- Guardians was the ultimate mixtape. It literally called Mixtape Volume 1. Yeah. So imagine what this soundtrack could yeah. be like. And, and and for you youngins, it's called a playlist that you share on Spotify oh, these right, days. Right, <laughs> So uh, it'll be interesting. And one, I don't think John Cena is a good actor. Oh, no, he's terrible. John Cena is a horrible actor. He was the worst part of Bumblebee. And that's why this is probably going to be a straight-up exploitation-style yeah. satire. That's the only way it's going to work with an actor like Cena, especially if you're using the um, James Gunn type vibe, because a lot of his stuff is kind of over the top B film. So that's probably the direction they're going to go, because I can't imagine John Cena being the lead of something serious. Maybe, Maybe he got some acting lessons during this pandemic that we don't know about. His mouth looks like a fucking Muppet. I couldn't watch him talk. <laughs> and I'm a wrestling fan. Look what Gunn did for Batista, though. 
I mean, no one would have taken him serious either. But no, have, you, have you seen Batista in some other things though? Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay, that's the only other thing. I think he does okay though. He actually has. He reminds me of early days of Arnold. Yeah, Remember Arnold? I'll agree with that. And I think if this guy keeps going, if Batista keeps going, he'll probably find his groove, his niche, and he'll start finding movies that really work for him. There's a bit of charisma. Yeah. There's a likability there. And Cena, I don't know if he has. I've seen Cena in a lot of movies, and I've never found him I think, entirely charismatic, though. So he does have that going against him. I think he had charisma in the ring. If you watch, as a wrestler, yes. as a wrestler, yeah. But the I can't think of a single movie I've watched him in except for the Transformers, and well, he was in the Joe movies too, the GI Joe, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 He's he's gonna be. Toretto's brother in Fast and the Furious. Oh, <laughs> oh. sweet! <laughs> Got wow. that going for you. Who's who's the dude that played uh, the Rock? Mag- no, in Magic Mike. <laughs> Kevin Nash. Paul Walker. No, no. Matthew Magic- McConaughey. Magic Mike. He's uh, ludicrous. He was. <laughs> He was in uh just name tw- all the actors from Fast and the Furious. The Twenty One Jump Street. Even <laughs> Channing Tatum. Yeah, that's who should have played Peacema- Peacemaker. Like he uh, oh. was he gonna dance and take off his clothes? Maybe. You I know, don't know what? I might agree with Steve on that because he is one of those douchey actors that actually knows how to act. Yes, he could have. Uh, he could have brought he, levity and funny and humor to. Yeah. The, to He's the supposed to play Gambit. Oh, that was uh, weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, Steve, breaking news for you just now. Just now, by my crack staff of Mike and Discord, which if you join us through Patreon, guess what? You can talk to us through Discord also. <laughs> and give us breaking news. And give us breaking news that I can use on shows. It's all about us. Um, what can you do for us? Yes. Wonder Woman 84 oh. is either going to be pushed to the summer or an HBO Max release. In, in January. January. Of 2021. Yes. That is what they're mulling over right now at Warner Brothers. So it's either HBO Max in, in January, January. In January. Or summer movie release. Yes. I, I just put it on iTunes and let me buy it right now. I, I think that's the way to go. Because I, I don't. Oh man, you can't. You can't give. This is such a huge budget. And a major temple film to just drop it on HBO Max. Now, if if this is their way to draw in subscribers and they do a collaborative collaborative duo promotion between this and Snyder Cut, then they have them themselves like released something. right after it or right in if the middle they of it. Say the home of the Batman universe or Snyderverse. They have some type of promotional gimmick to go with it. January, Wonder Woman, February, Snyder Cut, and they do March, Gotham City, which is that cop show coming out, too. Oh, yeah. April, Doom Patrol Season 3, and they go down all those things, and they say, and they have an entire year of scheduled DC content, then this would be a great way to go. So, how many many viewers or subscribers did Disney claim? 70 million as of today. 70? 70 million, it's up. Yeah. Oh, well, it was like 60. HBO's at 38 million. <laughs> it was like 60 million, I think. Mike How many of those are free from Verizon? Well, and they just did a cross promo um, with Fortnite, of all things. But they okay. literally are up to, it was like 70 or 75 million um, I saw today. They may start dropping based on numerous reports. I don't know if we want to get into the weeds on that, but there's a lot of unhappy people. Because there's no content other because than Because there's no content and you Mandalorian can watch kinda, from kind of blows for people right now. So um, I love it, but okay. So back to this Wonder Woman 84. Uh, during its third quarter um, press conference, Warner Media reported that HBO had, you know, 38 million subscribers for HBO and HBO Max. But it was thinking about putting AAA blockbuster like Wonder Woman 84, which would be its biggest draw yet. You know, which would put it on par with something like Disney Plus releasing Hamilton on the streaming service. Hamilton didn't cost any money, though. Hamilton yeah. was just part of it. Uh, true. They uh, just put a fucking camcorder up and, yeah. uh, during a no, performance. Uh, no, I understand. I, I think they're talking about, you know, the viewership and, uh, and somewhat driving people yeah. to get it. But 
but like Steve said, we know we would pay for Wonder Woman. Yeah. To come out more than we would Mulan. I would we pay would, for it right now. Like, I would buy it on my phone right now. Like I said, if they don't plan a massive strategy behind this. And it just looks like a And dump. make it a gimmick, it's going to fucking fail. Possibly. Here's the and thing. And they need to charge us for it. They're already... They're already balls deep into the into the hole on this one because they put so much money into marketing and advertising anyways. And, and the Doritos bags and everything were printed six months ago. <laughs> Any food promotion, cross promotion, and all the toys have been sitting on the shelves and they're, they're gone almost. It's come and gone. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, that's it. And that's the thing is they've already lost all that extra money. Because you're promoting characters and shit that nobody understands or nobody has ever seen. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the gold Wonder Woman armor is. But I like it. Yeah. (laughs) The the only thing is, is that the hardcore DC fans will pay for this. If this was early in the pandemic, when people were dying for content, I feel like this would have done a lot better. Oh, yeah. But but now people are kind of over the pandemic. They're out doing things. I don't think this is going to have the draw that they would want if they were to charge for it if this was black widow that's an entirely different story i think more people would be inclined to spending money for that because marvel is is hugely successful from the movie front and everyone's always dying for marvel content so they're in a very they're not in a great position no they really aren't yeah at this point in memory as far as consumers go, Wonder Woman's fucking 60 years old. You know, when it comes to content. I mean, how how long ago was that movie? Yeah, like five years I, I ago. Don't, the, the election was like 40 years ago. So, yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean? As far as it goes and, and, and all the hype of like, oh, here's a screen cap of Cheetah and here's all this. They've lost all that at this point. Yeah, any momentum yeah. that has been built every day or week they wait. We're in a culture where everything is just fast and, yeah. and well, people, shit changes on a dime. Well, well, yeah, and people were upset that the boys didn't binge release. And it's just like, cool, you have time to actually understand what's going on on a TV show. I, I don't like the binge releases because I think I it's... It, I want to mainline that shit. Like (laughs) those four episodes of Justice League. Yeah, just put it right into my veins. But that's always the thing is like, can you really go back and like as far as buzz goes, you're not going to create anything off of it. You won't. And I think that's the the thing with um, both the boys and Mando. One, it does give you something to look forward to every week. It it helps break up um, our otherwise monotonous lives right now. It gives us some kind of hope because... God damn it, we don't have it anywhere else. Because there's a else. countdown clock. Yeah, it gives you <laughs> gives you something to look forward to every week. Yeah. But I also like to just binge watch. So, speaking of hopeful things, or non-hopeful things, uh, DC Comics basically laid off all their oh. old executives. Was it just execs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I haven't used my inside sources to figure out if any talent was laid off, but I haven't seen anything about talent. It was about 25-year year execs that have been hanging around and doing other things. Now, when I read that, I didn't feel as bad. You know why? Because sometimes you need fresh blood in there to do things differently. And some, I agree with that, and sometimes some of those People are the very reasons that you find a office environment that is toxic or stuck in their way, stuck in their ways. They don't give opportunities to to new talent or diverse talent or whatever. So I had seen a couple of tweets from a couple of artists um, that mentioned a few names, but I didn't know what they yeah, there, were. A lot of public like publishers, editors, type mm-hmm. th- those type of people. But it wasn't like. You know, the the talent. It wasn't writers. It, it wasn't, wasn't writers. Yeah, it's not all of a sudden it was like, oh, Scott Snyder's not going to be part of DC anymore, mm-hmm. you know, because of his huge salary. It was like, no, it, it was a lot of the executives. And, of course, they, you know, put another editor-in-chief in. That was the big thing that caught my eye was the new editor-in-chief. I, but it, does it – do they ever let these people hang around long enough to actually do something? Because I feel like this is like the fifth editor-in-chief we've had. It's almost like the on the movie side to where it's like Jeff Johns is in charge. Jeff Johns is out. We're going to move this person in. That person's I out. I think it's a lot more uh, erratic and happens more frequently 
by leaps and bounds compared to to what it was in the 60s, 70s, 80s, where you would have a guy that was writing books for a while and get promoted to editor or chief editor, and they'd be around in that position for a good number of years. Yeah, with cigarette stains on their hands. Yeah. They Not haven't even, left that office. Yeah, that that's those days are gone. And, and now... Going back to the comic news, and Mike kind of went into it a little bit about the the whole we're going to have an omniverse instead of a multiverse type thing, and that everybody's going to be independent, uh, you know, after this future state comic run. Um, I honestly don't know what that means for me, because if the story is not good, it doesn't mean shit. I've never been a big fan, whether you've listened to us talk about the TV shows or anything, that they all needed to be in a connected universe anyways because sometimes it just didn't make sense on why you don't go ask your buddy for help. Yeah. Um, Talk to my favorite comic, Superman, Batman, um, some of like Green Lantern, all that was never part of a big story it was always this one-off one out of six the most popular comic uh last year and it's i'm I'm drawing a blank but with david and jock in um snyder um was one out of eight books the dark knight has been like that those aren't connected stories yeah and it seems to work a lot better because that's what gets you hyped. You're not sitting there going, oh, well, the next run of Detective is this. You know, you, you have your 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 main guys. The Batman who It's also going to yes. help with sales if you think about it. If they were to go to a strategy like television where it's almost like seasons. Hey, in January, you're going to have a seven-part series. Yeah. Uh, in December, you're going to have a five-part series. There's going to create more enthusiasm and people are going to be more apt at going out and and buying the comic books. When you're having issues one through 200, sometimes it gets stale. Uh, it doesn't really create a lot of excitement when you're issue number 77. So I get I get this move and I'm actually behind it. It took me a while when I, I heard about this about I want to say a week ago. Yeah. And at first it kind of annoyed me. And then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what annoys me more is when I'm reading a, a series that I really like and I have to finish it because the only way I can finish a story is by buying seven other comic books on titles that I don't even read. Yeah. So if they were to do something like this, they're just standalone stories. I would actually end up buying more. A good example is going back to when they did the, the reboot of, of DC in the comics when, when uh, Batman relaunched right with the new, uh, are we talking rebirth or new 52 new 52 okay. and the batman with capullo and, and snyder right yeah and then they had all of those crossover issues with all the die cut covers now i have all of them motherfuckers and i have variants of those books and there was like two pages in those books in that- some cases i will say i there was a handful of them that i appreciated the hell out of those books i would have never picked those titles up otherwise but they were good stories but you had to read them to get the set of they they didn't necessarily connect directly but if you wanted all the die cuts you had to have it but then there was those ones that they were just terrible yeah it was like one page yeah that connected back to the original story yeah and the rest of it was like cool i just spent 3.99 and hunting down this book for absolutely no fucking reason. or more if i had to get it off ebay yeah yeah so like like i said m- m- you know my favorite superman stories my favorite batman stories have all been just smaller versions of a greater batman like like little one shots yeah yeah, and, and and those are honestly like all star Superman. Those type of things are the ones that make the best fucking movies too. So you have a, a condensed storyline, and and those things would have worked for Quarter of Owls for a Death in the Family because those were what you're going off. There's nothing worse than having a box and pulling it up and going, "Who the fuck's this writer now? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, this is a new fucking artist. This is a new writer. <laughs> this doesn't look too. like Batman. What fucking story is this? I don't give a shit. The Dark Knight. Remember when the Dark Knight and the New 52 switched? Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck is this? I don't want this anymore. It went from Finch to Skyver. It was horrible. Yeah. 
And we can say that because it was Skeezy Skyver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was and, and, and a book you were excited about all of a sudden went to shit and you're like, I'm not going to pick this up anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And look, look, there's three comic book readers in here right now all thinking this is a good idea. I, I, maybe this is one of the first great calls they've made in a long time rather than always giving us something shitty like New 52 when they're trying to reset the board or rebirth which also wasn't that great it was better than new 52 yeah to get rid of new 52 we have to have a rebirth maybe guess what we don't have to have an abortion to get rid of rebirth we just do this whole thing yeah guess what six issues (laughs) (laughs) now if six issues were kind of shitty let's move on hey listen these six issues were kind of not great um they didn't sell very good um but it's okay because we're starting something new next month. You can't fuck up my Batman. Right. I don't have to retcon whatever you did mm-hmm. because it's not in that universe. And also from the business side, it's changed. It's changed. Yeah. It's the business is dying, but at the same time, it's not. They have in, in regards to gimmicks. Like you just said, miniseries, also variant covers has become an entire business. You get yeah. people starved for certain variants and then you only send a certain amount to the comic book yeah. shop but that's a very also, limited but run that's also shitty too you know it, it is it's, but it's the only thing they can do because oh. what else do you do you, do you send an, a surplus do, and do, then do, they just sit there you know do you guys want uh, all right i'm gonna say this and i don't know if i'm supposed to but yeah. fuck it uh dc is not sending copies to its writers and artists anymore oh jesus I took a picture of a comic book and Starting I said, when uh, recently I took a picture <laughs> of a comic book and I sent it to somebody going, Hey, I recognize the, I recognize this name. And he goes, well, that's the first one I've seen because they don't send me copies anymore. Tightening the old purse strings. <laughs> I was like, are you, there, it was, it was a one in 25 variant. And, uh, there was, and it, wow. uh, they were charging $99 for it at the store. And the artist that did it did not have a copy of it. Well, okay, I could see them not getting copies of, of the... He used of, to get copies of every single thing he ever worked on. Hmm. This, this, is, this is a new thing for Hey, DC. man, that's expensive. They're trying to run a tight ship. That's, I, it, they have to. Yeah. They really have to. It's I don't one know. extra copy. <laughs> but that one extra copy multiplied out times every person on staff. Well, one no, copy. No, no, no. For, for, for the cover. artist. It was the artist. Why doesn't he just hold on to the, 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 the work he did? <laughs> the digital copy? <laughs> It, it's it's fucked. Yeah, he's got the originals. But what the fuck? It is fucked. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like it's a businessman. Yeah. I look, look. I've been doing design work for twenty one years. I don't get a copy of every goddamn thing I've ever done. Yeah. But, hey, Bobby, do you get um, airplanes? Yes. Wait, am I allowed to say that in the air? Yeah, you can say it. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> I don't get them either. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Anyway, this is. I don't know. It's it's smart. I like what they're doing. They, like I said, they've kind of been moving in this direction for a while now. They're limiting those releases to begin with, or the amounts. Uh, I should say the um, the number, the number, yeah, of releases. I mean, just the other day, I ended up spending three times the price on an issue I wanted, and it was only out for a week because I couldn't find it anywhere in town. Wow, and. If you're a fan of that title, you're going to do it. So it is helping. It was a, I, I don't mind spending that money because helping the complex stores. That's how they're making money as well. That's, that is how they make money. It was a Vampirella. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a Hellblazer, but it helps them make money. And I don't mind. It, I We need to help these companies stay open somehow. So if they're going uh, to, you know, limit the supply and then charge us a little bit more after there's a there's a call for well, or a need for well, it, the, then, the uh, problem though, Mike, supply and demand, right? It, it is supply and demand, but the, the problem is the, the people that make money off that supply isn't that comic book shop. It isn't that business. It's that fucking asshole that went in and bought everything up oh, and then threw it on eBay. I do hate those guys for for ten times the the, the price they paid. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's a reality because that's our, our their friend. Business. Wor- our, our friend worked at the toy store, and if we needed anything before anybody else, he'd ask him. But if I needed a PlayStation Five, I have a person that can probably get get me one from GameStop. It's right no now. different than my aunt Berta, you know, my tia Berta going to Walmart and buying, you know, truckloads of say like 
avocados and then going to Mexico and selling them at her little market. I mean, it's the same I thing. I thought avocados are from Mexico. I just go with it. <laughs> That's one hell of a back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, it just shows you how fucked up Mexico is. Yeah. <laughs> we're re-importing fucking avocados. We're re-importing we the very thing we sent out. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, I agree. My, like I, the way I would handle it, um, stop doing these one through one thousand story. Look, four to six yeah. issues. Call it a day. Move on to the next team. Give another group a chance to do something. If it connects, cool. If it doesn't, whatever. But better, better yet, don't connect it because some of those things. It's not like like Alfred look, being dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's not. Look, look, Mike. Not everybody could be Ron Moore and build a beautiful arc that goes three episodes, five episodes, a season, or two seasons, or a series. Yeah. So let's stop trying to be Ron Moore. Yeah. I, I listen. Even the continuity they have now is fucked up. They can't even do it right sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Could you imagine the whiteboard that somebody has to maintain in it's, the office? It's not possible. It's impossible. It's, yeah. it's the, it's always sunny board. Exactly. <laughs> the scribbles everywhere. So we had some artwork released. What did you think of the Red Hood costume? <laughs> Dope. I mean. It's, <laughs> does Titans do the best costumes? Uh, of all the shows, um, yes, yes. I mean, what they've hit on so far, as well, far as Dove's kind of shitty. <laughs> let's be, let's come on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, he looks like a uh, Victoria's Secret model walking down the. Yeah, you know, it's it's not their fault. It's, <laughs> there's just shit. They chose shit character, like uh, shitty animals in which to build. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a dove. I yeah. have no problem with Titans. I think they've always done a great job. Yeah. yeah. And, and and this is one of those costumes that you we probably want to see a live action for as long as we've been alive. Oh, yeah. And, I, and aware that this is a thing. Their their costume department is easily movie level quality. Like everything is just it's great. Not just in terms of the quality of the construction and the materials used and the craftsmanship, but just the design. Yeah, the accuracy of what I expect the comic yeah. to look like and, and making it look real and when it's really not. It's not a thing, but you made it look like it's a, you know, yeah. it, it's possible. Now, you might not have seen it, but I know Mike has seen it. They uh, released photos of the new Batwoman. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't you send them to me the other day and her crazy hair was sticking out of the fucking cowl? Oh, I did send it to you. That just, wasn't... Yes. Just now? No, I did send it to you. Oh, okay. Her hair sticking out of the cowl. So, they recast Ruby Rose as Batwoman, and this was supposed to be a completely different Batwoman. The, the photos that they released of Batwoman look like a black cosplayer playing Batwoman uh, because her fro is sticking out of the top of the cowl now. Which is fine. That's not the problem. The problem is identity concealment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it, Steve, Steve, that's that's a white man talking, and you don't want to conceal the identity of a black woman. You everyone needs to know this is a black woman inside of this costume. It, black woman inside of this costume fighting your ass. I was I was beat up by Batwoman last season. She didn't look like fact, you. You know what? I'm going to change my name. It's called Black Woman now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Da, na, 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 Black Woman. Come here, sugar. <laughs> it's such an agenda, man. Yes. It's such an agenda. Yes. No one gives a shit that she's black. But let's have some logic behind your costuming. Well, I wouldn't say I, nobody. I'm sure there's some assholes out there that do give a shit. Uh, right. Uh, but when it comes to us, our problems has nothing to do with her being black. Who gives a shit? I don't care. It's the fact that it's an agenda and it's fucking illogical. Because the first thing I'm going to do, if I'm villain A, Pull first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to rip that bitch's hair out. Yeah. You're going to go for the weave, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't go after a black woman's weave. Oh, no. She'll come at you with the fury of hell. <laughs> now, the only thing. I just got this weave done. The only thing worse. And then I mashed it inside this rubber cowl. <laughs> you know how long it took me to get ready? She's going to have the worst cowl head ever. <laughs> now, I got to think. I have to think <laughs> that is just for promotion, right? It has to be. There's they, no way you're going to walk around on the streets of Gotham looking like fucking Beyonce, trying to prove that you're goddess 
of Earth from Africa. It's just not. It's not going to happen. Is that her backstory? No, that's oh. whole, That's Beyonce's whole gimmick. <laughs> Is know, it? Que- yes. yes. Yeah. Queen Bee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's on. It's on Disney. For real. Um. Is it oh, really? Yeah, yes, he's right. Is. I saw the thing. Yeah. yeah, it's just silly. And also, they're just turning people off. Yeah, like, what are you doing, CW? You can't do this shtick worked for a while, but now that we have HBO Max and we used to have the DCU streaming service, they showed everyone what you can do. Yeah, yeah. what you can do with TV, and you're still doing business as usual. And, and CW is getting people confused by showing things like Swamp Thing and Star Girl on their network, going, "This is a CW production when it was an HBO Max production." Yeah, hey, if, if that showing Swamp Thing gets me more Swamp Thing, I don't give a oh, shit. No, no. Keep showing. I'm it. okay with that too. But yeah. people are blowing. There's people that don't know that that was on DCU, and I would say probably eighty percent of the audience. Is unaware of that. And same thing with Stargirl. Mike. People are blowing Stargirl saying, wow, this show's amazing for the CW. It's not a CW show. There are people that don't know the earth is fucking round. And, and so. Wait, it is? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, only on the Western Hemisphere. <laughs> that must be the white man talking. It's like a half a half a pear or something. It, it's an orange cut in half. It's okay. flat on one side, round on the other. So. The only thing worse than the promo picture is the Batwoman mobile. Dude, it is so embarrassing, man. Oh, tell me it's a G hoopty ride. Dude, no. No, no. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I I hit the switches and I meant to hit the batarang. Right, dude. Is it a smart car? No, because it, that would be another one of their fucking agenda it, items. It looks like it's from Fast and the Furious. It is Ryan. Just Google it real it's quick. A, it is. It'll a make you laugh. Corvette uh, ZO with Batwomen logos all over it. Dude, it's embarrassing. It is and so it's got, embarrassing. It's got the neon lights on it. All right, so they're trying to pull from '66 Batman. And do a little homage. But it doesn't look like that. It, that is a Corvette. It, it looks like something they pulled off the lot of Fast and the Furious. Even with those terrible, terrible, low-quality decals. So embarrassing. The hubcaps. are the, Those aren't even rims. They're hubcaps. What? Awful. They spinners. I, I stop, I but hope, they keep going. I hope they're spinners. Did you see the image now? Steve, that's I, I do. Look yeah. at that hair. Holy shit. Oh, you're back to looking at her smokes. instead of the Batman. It's it was hard not to. It, it was it was it was sticking out of the window of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have a moonroof in this. <laughs> um no, I you know I I don't hate it as much as you guys do, but I don't love it either. I appreciate that they're trying to do an homage to 66 Batmobile. I I do appreciate that. I mean, I would have picked a different car and I would have picked different decals. It looks so generic. Yeah. So two. We're on a tight budget, Mike. It's a pandemic year. And it looks like they're on a tight (laughs) budget. We rented this car for three days, put the magnets on the side and let's go. (laughs) I bet you that's what they did. It's a rental. I'm telling you now, Bob, get ready. It's uh, yeah. I, get, get ready to trash the show. Like uh, you're probably going to be like, all right, guys, we're not coming to this anymore. Yeah. Another show that I cancel. So this Twitter uh, person responds, well, that looks like a cheap decal car you would have in high school. Big yikes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, and I got the special Batmobile license plate, but it's only BTMBL. Yeah, it's getting roasted on Twitter. Man, it's embarrassing. Everything about this new Batwoman's embarrassing. It was already starting to suffer, according to some fans, actually a large portion of them. The show. Um, the, the show. And now with this recasting, dude, it's they signed their death warrant. It's done. I didn't watch a single episode. It, I told it, Bobby it's, this. It's a decent show. There, there's nothing wrong with it. And the people that hated it just don't like gay people. I, I, is I that have, really what you think it is? I, 100%. Think, I think that's a huge portion of it. What, because they got tied up in things that weren't really part of like, I mean, she was a, a bachelorette running around sleeping with other women, which is what Bruce Wayne is. Oh, that's hot. hot. Exactly. There you go. Thanks, Steve. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She banged fucking Alfred's daughter. Oh, that's hot too. So, I, uh, fan, I mean, I'm sure there's some slash fan fiction out there that's. Did all she about make it. Alfred watch? Because that would be hot as well. Uh, oh, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. The chick that plays 
Batwoman is a bisexual woman too. And she's very attractive. Yeah. She's but in that Batwoman costume looks embarrassing. She looks yeah. The costume she looks kind of dumb. Yeah, the costume's silly. But I, you know, I never watched the Batwoman show because I, I, I appreciated Ruby Rose on on Orange is the New Black. And, and, you, and we're trying. You were trying to cleanse yourself of CW shows. It's all right. You can say it after I canceled Flash. Um, I was a little bit, but it was more like you, you know this that more more of the CW there towards the time when we decided like we're kind of done with it. Everything was an agenda everything okay and we're gonna wrap this up and i'm gonna leave you guys with this news that is the biggest kick in the nuts to our buddy Stephen amell it is no longer called the arrowverse it is called the cw verse fuck you cw and we're out good night who are you bitches mother of god would you look at the time when you came here you had an hour